0: everyone and welcome to the Kids Story Room. We have an exciting announcement this week. We have launched a little Kids Story Room shop. Our fabulous artist Kate Kneebone has lent her amazing artwork to a great range of items including kids t-shirts, cushions, beach towels, bags, socks and more. To have a squiz and perhaps purchase your little one a beautiful and fun birthday present. We also have an adult size tee on there too in case like me you think ooh. I want one too. Go to our website, kidstoryroom.com, and click on Shop, goodies galore. Now today's story is a most fun whiz banger by Dale March. We're releasing this one in two episodes as it's a little longer than our usual stories and there's nothing like a bit of suspense. We also recommend this story for children ages five and up. There's a witch in the story who may scare some children but she's really just a cheeky, silly witch, and everything works out well in the end. We hope you enjoy this tale. It's utterly delicious.
1: Chocolate Land by Dale March. of chocolate and lollies, there lived two children called Lucy and Sam. You're probably wondering if I really mean everything was made of sweet things. It was. The trees had trunks of chocolate with sugar mint leaves, and if you wanted a bath, you had to fill a huge half Easter egg with warm jelly. Lucy and Sam were terrific friends. Every day was a new treasure hunt for delicious treats. In the milk bottle meadow, they would hunt for rare strawberries and cream. At Fizzy Waterfall, they would tiptoe along the Turkish Delight Ledge and open their mouths to great gulps of lemonade as it fell from above. But their favourite place of all was Milk Chocolate Mountain. At the very top, of the mountain was a rare and splendid bush. The rainbow smarty bush. The children would sit for hours in the shade of the bush, peeling the colourful crispy outside of the smarties off with their teeth and letting the soft middle melt on their tongues. Of course, you could only climb Milk Chocolate Mountain in winter. Once the warmer days came, the chocolate would be so soft, you would slip off the track down the gully or sink right in. Once, Sam had to throw Lucy a rope made of twenty-seven lolly snakes because she was sinking right up to the waist in melting chocolate. When their parents heard about this narrow escape, a new rule was made. No more adventures up Milk Chocolate Mountain. But it's safe in winter, pleaded the children. Not even in winter, said their dad. The sun can still come out when you don't expect it. And besides, it's far too close to Slimy Rock Slide. It's ages from Slimy Rock Slide, said Lucy. But their dad wouldn't budge on the matter. I don't want to hear any more. There are plenty of other places to explore without climbing dangerous mountains. It was true. There were many other places to explore, and for some months, Lucy and Sam found fabulous new wonders in the ruby sugar crystal caves and the mud cake marshes. But nothing they found during those adventurous months was quite so scrumptious as the colourful smarties at the top of Milk Chocolate Mountain. One night, in late winter, as Sam and Lucy lay in bed, Sam whispered through the darkness, Lucy... Are you awake? Yeah. I can't sleep. Why? It's been so long since we had those smarties from Milk Chocolate Mountain. I can't stop thinking about them. We've been searching everywhere for new treats, but nothing is as good as them. I know, said Lucy simply. There's only one thing to do, she added. Sam agreed. I know. What do you think they decided to do? Sam and Lucy knew they had to leave right away, in the middle of the night. It was still winter, but spring was very close and the sun might burst through with warmth any day now. The only solution was to climb Milk Chocolate Mountain by moonlight. Then they could collect as many Smarties as they could carry and be home before sunrise for a big breakfast of pavlova drizzled with honey. On whispering toes, they grabbed their backpacks, made of red licorice, and tiptoed out of the house. The moon was round and high, and they easily found their way through the shimmering candy fields, into the pine chalk woods, and up the deep brown path to Milk Chocolate Mountain. Giddy with exertion, and knowing they should really be in bed asleep, Sam was the first to reach the summit. When Lucy clambered up the last chalk rock outcrop a moment later, she knew something was wrong. Sam had stopped in his tracks and was twisting his body back and forth in quick starts. What is it? asked Lucy. What's the matter? Sam continued spinning in both directions, looking all around. I don't see it, he said. The rainbow smarty bush, it's not here. It should be right here. Lucy rushed to Sam, squinting to spy the tree by moonlight. But there was nothing but regular chocolate trees and a few marshmallow shrubs. Finally Lucy spoke. Well, I can't imagine what could have happened to it, but I'm sure there must be others somewhere on the mountain. We'll just have to find them. And fast. We still need to get back home before Mum and Dad notice we're gone. As the moon ducked in and out of pale fairy floss clouds, the two children searched long and hard for any signs of another smarty bush. Leaping up and over a caramel boulder, Sam was certain he could see something colourful and glistening up ahead and was about to shout out to Lucy when he got tangled in a very sticky toffee briar. At the same moment, Lucy almost fell headlong off a chocolate-crumbled cliff that she simply didn't see coming. Sam, called Lucy as she backed away from the treacherous cliff. Sam, we have to get going back. Look at the sky. Sure enough, the east was beginning to glow a very pale purple as the morning sun stirred under its mountain blanket. I'm coming, groaned Sam. Just, ah, still trying to uh, get these... Lucy could see Sam tugging with all his strength at his top. Wait, she called, springing over to help him. You'll tear your jumper. But he was far too frustrated to notice that help was at hand and gave an almighty pull just as Lucy released the final toffee thorn. With nothing to resist the force of his effort, Sam went flying backwards. He tumbled over a low marshmallow bush, felt several rough bumps as he rolled down hard nut-chock steps, and, tearing his jumper even more on the glazed almond chips of a tree trunk, he found himself skidding down a very steep, slimy slide as smooth as sugar glass. Help! cried Sam. I'm slipping! I'm falling! Lucy reached the nut-chock steps just as Sam was grabbing hold of a jube tree branch. The branch bent sharply with his weight, threatening to snap at any moment. ''Hold on, Sam!'' called Lucy, peering up and down the slimy slide to see if there was something she could rescue him with. She was preparing to leap up a jelly snake tree to make a rope when she realised where they were. ''Sam, this must be slimy rock slide!'' I know, yelped Sam, as the branch slipped a little through his hands and the first finger of morning sun stretched across the sky towards them. You have to get me out of here, now. Lucy pulled herself into the tree and stretched to tear off a clump of long jelly snakes. Yes, she skillfully twisted down the branches, ready to tie them into a rope to save Sam. But already the bright sun had worked its warmth on the chocolate ground it was melting as soon as her feet landed back on the milk brown surface they slipped out from under her with a thump she landed on her bum and skidded down the chalk stairs landing slap in the middle of slimy rock slide and slipping very fast straight for sam with a crash she slammed into him sam's dew branch snapped off instantly and the two of them rushed down the slide like a bobsled team Oh, where are we going? Where is it taking us? I don't know, but it can't be good. Dad always said it was dangerous, but he never said why. On and on they slid. At first, it was very scary, sliding so fast and not knowing where they would end up. But the slipping and sliding went on for so long and with such wonderful turns and spins that Sam and Lucy were soon giggling with delight. <laughs> it's amazing, called Sam. I've never been on a slide like it in my life. Yes, screeched Lucy, I feel like I'm flying. And would you believe it? Seconds later, they were indeed flying. The slimy slide had come to the end of its rock, and the two children were now soaring through the air. Clinging to one another with fright, they looked down to see a great pool of strawberry milk below them. After a few silent, soaring moments, they landed with a single splash and were soon swimming side by side downstream. "'Wow!' said Lucy. "'Wow!' said Sam." This is delicious! And, added Lucy, we are really lost. They tried to swim to shore, but the strawberry milk current was far too strong. All they could do was go with the flow and see where the river would take them. After what seemed like half the day, exhausted and a little worried, It was with sheer relief that Lucy and Sam were washed onto a bright sandbank of hundreds and thousands. They dragged themselves into the shade of the browned river cliffs and were asleep as soon as they flopped their heads to the ground. As they slept, strange dreams sailed them to lands they'd never known. Sam dreamt his legs were stuck in the dirt and he had long green hair. Lucy dreamt that she had no teeth and needed a stick to help her walk. They dreamt all through the rest of the day and on through the night. When they woke, they squinted and looked around. The pink milk river rolled silently past. The colourful sand sparkled in the clear morning sun. The brown cliffs loomed above them. But they looked more closely. This wasn't a cliff. It was a wall. A solid chocolate wall reaching up to the clouds and as far as they could see in both directions. It's like the end of the world, said Sam, straining his neck to see how high the wall reached. But there must be something on the other side, said Lucy, eyes wide with wonder. Only one way to find out, said Sam. He looked very determined for a moment, before all the hope drained out of him. But however would we get over it, or around it? A quiet moment passed before Lucy let out a laugh. There's only one way to get to the other side of this chocolate wall. We'll have to eat our way through. That's exactly what they started to do. Lucy began to tunnel with enthusiasm. She was, after all, very hungry from sleeping through half a day and all night. But the chocolate was hard and she soon crawled back out to let Sam eat further into the wall with his teeth. It was a good breakfast. It was also a funny sight two children, taking it in turns to burrow a tunnel into the chocolate like beavers. At last, Lucy called back to Sam. I think we're nearly there. It definitely looks like... Lucy took one more bite and a pinhole of sunlight shot into the dark tunnel. We made it, Sam. We made it. What can you see? urged Sam. Lucy quickly ate a hole big enough to look through. She gasped with astonishment. Oh, Sam, it's, it's, I've never seen anything like it. She pushed the tunnel wider so she could climb out and Sam crawled in to see for himself. A lush green meadow covered with wildflowers rolled down to a babbling stream. The children had never seen grass before. Not real grass. They'd never seen proper flowers and they'd certainly never seen anything so inviting as the crystal clear water of the stream. Beyond the stream was a forest of real fir trees and to the children these seemed like peaceful giants gently waving to them across the pasture. Sam and Lucy couldn't even find words. They looked at each other. They looked back at the beautiful valley. Then, with a shriek of delight, they ran down the hillside, irresistibly drawn to the stream below. Kneeling on the grassy bank, beaming with anticipation, Sam smiled at Lucy. You touch it first, he said. Lucy dipped her fingers into the cool water. She rubbed her wet fingers together. She cupped her hand and lifted a palmful of water to her mouth. It was unlike anything she could imagine. So cool and clear. She felt her whole body waking up to some new life. She scooped again and drank. Soon, both children were hanging over the bank of the stream, the next outstretched, gulping huge mouthfuls of water, grinning and giggling with happiness. It's so good, moaned Sam at last, as they rolled onto their backs in bliss. But Lucy wasn't ready to stop there. Let's see what else we can find. They were about to spring up and explore when a leaf floated down the current with a creature struggling underneath it. It was a dragonfly, trying to free itself from the weight of the leaf. The children had never seen anything like it, but Lucy didn't hesitate to turn the leaf over. The dragonfly hummed right over to Lucy's face, as though it wanted to be quite sure who its rescuer had been, then darted into the forest. Leaping to their feet, Sam and Lucy followed the stream downhill, bursting with the anticipation of what they would find next.
0: Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing part two of Chocolate Land with you next week when we find out what Lucy and Sam discover in this new and magical world. And if you love our stories, please subscribe and leave us a great review. Help us grow Kids Story Room and make it the best it can be. Till next week. Bye.